Welcome to For Purpose and Profit, the number one podcast for social entrepreneurs. We reunite meaningful social causes with top digital marketing strategies to create sustainable social change. My name is Andres Martinez. And I'm Shane Martinez. And today's episode is called Millennial Search for Meaning and Money. Well, first and foremost, before we go into this, guys, we're super excited because we have a really special announcement to make. Uh, and we'll reveal this at the end, so make sure you stick till the yeah, end. Stay tuned. But it's a really special occasion, it's a really special cause, and we want to get your feedback, we want to get your, your support in this, so stay till the end, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. So, to dive in, um, yesterday we went to my niece's Sweet 16 birthday party, and we got back, we started watching a documentary called, I think it was called Metamorphosis, and it was about this new phenomenon of ayahuasca. And this is something we've heard about for quite a while now, and we've never done it. <laughs> we were just curious about learning about the experiences that people have had and why they're really doing it. And what we discovered in the documentary, mm -hmm. which was really good, by the way, that a lot of the people that were going to this retreat in the Amazon in Peru were in their, I think some of them were in their late 20s to the late 30s. That seemed to be the majority, at least of the ages. So they're still considered millennials, right? Right. And what we saw was kind of this confirmation that millennials are really trying to find their purpose. Mm -hmm. They really are questioning their entire existence. Yeah. Why am I even on this planet? Why do I work this job in this office? Or maybe it's even a job that I, it's okay. It's comfortable. I make enough money a year. I'm content. Mm. I'm not miserable, but I'm not fulfilled. I don't feel like I'm living up to my full potential right so which is really interesting to see that all these people you know they had very normal lives by our modern society standards but they're there because something is missing and they just don't really know what's missing mm -hmm. <laughs> even what that is yeah so that's kind of the discussion we wanted to go into today of why millennials feel this way yeah because we can relate we're all going through this and we hear a lot of conflicting feelings about this, right? Older generations, our parents' generations and grandparents' generations don't really understand what that void is mm -hmm. that a lot of us feel. Yeah, for sure. Like the the past generation, they came from a completely different context. Um, you know, the era of information was just starting to, to happen, you know. Um, we can go back all the way to like the printing press, right? That was the first little boom of like, wow, like I can actually understand like what is going on inside my state or you know uh not too far you know a few states down or whatever and then the information started then it went into the radio oh my gosh the radio is out like now everyone's like tuning in and, and they could hear like like rumors of wars like updates on wars or different things that that were happening like you know politically wise and then that got mainstream then the tv came up mm -hmm. but now with the internet it exploded exploded like a lot of those things were still very local because well, even for a long time the tv was for people that i don't want to say necessarily just upper class but there were a lot of people that still didn't have it that's right right it wasn't something that was so common yeah and now though i mean people around the world that are living in developing countries and very very poor even rural areas yeah they have cell phones yeah exactly right? even they have little data plans in the and they can nowhere Go into Facebook and right. Instagram and whatever, right? Right. They have access to the internet, which means they have access to a plethora of information from all 
around the world. Right. And so what that's doing to our minds and to our hearts yeah. is something that it's never there's been. no re- there's no yeah. it's obvious that no generation before us yeah. can even begin to understand what that's like yeah. growing up with that. Not at all. Yeah. So and it's no secret that many millennials are not only unfulfilled, but they are broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're completely broke because yeah. they're getting out of post-secondary, which was a very great option for Back our then. parents' generations. Mm-hmm. Because there was so much need of jobs of that kind. So the path was get an education, get certified, go then find that job, mm-hmm. live happily a ever after. Job. <laughs> so a job that you don't need to be working in a factory anymore or working right. on a farm. Because you're educated. And that was the new thing, right? That made sense. And that was a great opportunity. Yeah. But for our generation, and something that our parent generation still don't really understand is that that is not the best path for most of us. Yeah. There are exceptions. If you want to go be a doctor, a brain surgeon, absolutely. Okay, go to post-secondary. Right. But it just doesn't guarantee a job, A, right. and then even a job in the actual field that you actually like. Yeah, not anymore. Or even sometimes in my case, you go into it, you do all this education, you get the job, and then you realize, oh, this is actually not where I see myself for the rest of my life. Exactly. I see so many other options. I see that's the bigger the, impact I can make. That's exactly the one of the biggest reasons. You know, like you got all these different kids, right? And I'm going to talk about anywhere from 18 years old to like 35 years old, you know, which is kind of like the millennial range. Now, of course, there's the 30 to 40, which kind of, you know, goes into that next, um, you know, kind of uh, way to divide it, which... You know, for a lot of them, might might still feel like they're kind of like somewhere in the middle, but nonetheless, it's very similar the the conflict they're experiencing, where they're going into their Instagrams or their you know news or whatever you want to call it, like through the internet, seeing people just like them around the world or in other states, in other parts of the world, and they're like, man, like look what this person is doing. They left their you know veterinary job or their you know. Uh, administrative assistant job or like whatever they trained for in school that might have taken them five years, 10 years to prepare and get all these diplomas, all these different things. And they're like, man, they're traveling the world now. Or they completely switched careers. They're now healers. Oh, look, that, and, and, and it, they can't help to wonder, man, am I meant to be in this office job? Right. Am I meant to have the same path that my parents had when there's so many other options and there's this like shift in consciousness because of the light of information and connections through the internet right the connectedness of our world that's right and I think something that I can speak to is sometimes feeling between am I being ungrateful Mm. or am I just dreaming bigger than previous generations allowed themselves to for many different reasons that all the times were obviously were not their fault. There wasn't as many, there wasn't as much opportunity, right? Or they lived in a generation that was just coming out of a world war. Right. So it's understandable. Yeah, different, but different case. I think, not that there are no millennials that are ungrateful, of course. There are, of course, in any generation, people that are ungrateful, that are lazy, that don't want to do the work, of course. That's yeah. a part of it. But I think it's not laziness or entitlement yeah. That is really below the search for meaning and money right. for millennials. It's really a deeper search. Yeah, for, we can't just generalize like that. Yeah, it's really an existential question of, am I just here to go to school and then get a job that I don't really like, nine to five, have a family, 
retire, maybe go on one vacation or two, and then die. They're really questioning, why are we here? Right? What is the point of my existence? And I Mm. think that's coming from a place of love. It's not coming from a place of entitlement. It really is coming from a place of, how can I really be of service to a greater degree? How can I feel alive? How can I feel, uh, you know, full of purpose, full of meaning? And obviously, how can I have a, uh, you know, all my needs met? Like, obviously, God knows that we need water, we need food, we need all these different things. And like... And I was chatting with one of the um, strategy calls I had this week. And the guy was saying, look, I really believe that when you find your, like, God-given purpose, your gift, or, like, you're being, like, of, like, the highest service to the world, like, in turn, you will be covered, you know, for food. You will be covered with your roof and with, the, you know, all the basic, basic necessities. And he gave me a good example. You know, obviously, we can have a long conversation about sports and whatnot, but, you know, it's a good example, you know, within this context, which is look at the soccer player. He goes out there in the field and he gives his whole heart and mind and body and scores and all these different things and he's doing it because he loves it and he's feeling alive and yeah of course he's getting paid millions or whatever it is and yeah we as i said we can have a whole discussion on like hey should they be compensated enough or, or, or that much or not but that's besides the point the point here is that when you do something where you're not focusing on the money because you're focusing on just what makes you tick what makes you feel alive what makes your heart feel like full and whole mm-hmm. then then those doors will be open and God, I believe 100% will open the door for your service to, yeah, to then in turn mm-hmm. cover all your needs, right? So when, when we give, we're also like covered, like whoever nourishes will be nourished, you know, mm-hmm. whoever shows mercy will be shown mercy. And it's this kind of like rule, right? Right. I think our generation believes in that. Yeah. You're seeing that a lot Yeah, they, they, they want to believe in that. With the power of the internet, right? Which kind of leads us into the next part of what we want to talk about, which is the ability that we've seen over the past decade, even a couple of decades, to create a complete business. I mean, even six figures and beyond Mm -hmm. from the comfort of your own home sometimes, just with the power of the internet Mm -hmm. and some kind of piece of knowledge or a talent or a passion that you have. And I mean, you don't need to look very far on Mm -hmm. social media to see these. As an example... If you ever heard of Lewis Howes, Lewis Howes has a lot of different people on his show, or he has a podcast, but he also has the video on YouTube, and he interviews a lot of different people mm-hmm. all around the world, making an impact in their own unique way. Mm-hmm. And one that stands out for me, because I've always loved animals, is this guy who goes by Tarzan, right? The Tarzan, that's what he calls mm-hmm. himself. And he's a kid from the States from a very poor neighborhood originally, and he was the only one in his family that cared at all about animals. No one in his family knew why he cared so much, why he loved learning about these animals. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really a thing that he grew up with, but he just loved it. And today, he has over 3 million followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and literally his life is just going around the world and picking up these animals, interacting with them, Mm -hmm. and teaching teaching about them on camera. Right. Or writing about them, and that's his entire job. Right. He turned just a love mm-hmm. <laughs> for animals into a probably million dollar career at this point. Right. Of just educating people about animals, 
And that's pretty much it, just spreading the awareness, yeah. right, and protecting them. Yeah. And there's never been a point in history where that was possible yeah. before. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wild. It yeah. is really wild. It is about. really wild. Yeah, and and millennials have this like, you know, polarity, this duality that's happening because on one end you have like all the traditional, all the old patterns, and all the old beliefs that are saying that is not possible. That's a scam. You know, you're just gonna waste your time, and and, and they have this voice that's like shouting at them with. Or is it that's not a real legitimate job? Right. So that's not real work. Yeah, that's not okay, real work. Okay, you may see someone's life on Instagram and it may look easy, but for anyone that's working in the online world, you know mm-hmm. this is work. <laughs> yeah, it's work. Just because you're at home doing it doesn't mean that you are not constantly battling self-doubt. You're not constantly exhausted. Mm. You're not constantly overwhelmed and stressed. Everyone who's made a living for themselves, whether it's around their interests or not, make no mistake, though, it is a lot, a lot of work. And it is legitimate work. Yeah. And that is sometimes not something other generations realize yeah, either. For sure. I, I honestly used to be of the belief of like, wow, like people are making all this money just by making like these videos on YouTube. Yeah. And then I started making and then I'm like, man, I I can't keep this consistent. Job. <laughs> like this is hard. Like I have to go, they have to edit, I have to plan it, I have to like, you know, battle with my own, like, oh, how do I look? I hope I don't, you know, sound stupid. I hope people watch it. And then I go and check and it's like no views. And I'm like, oh, like I suck. No one cares. Yeah, and, and then you work. fall into a hole again, you know? So yeah, it's, it's not easy, you know, for anyone out there listening that wants to be an influencer, like, of course it's possible. And we've seen it with like even our own businesses where, you know, it just takes consistency. It takes you know, clarity of message, clarity of who you want to serve, clarity of what your offer is, clarity of your value, and mm. and it's and it's not easy to get to that point. Yeah, and arguably to make a lasting brand and business online, I'd argue maybe it even takes a higher state of character mm. if you want it to be obviously in full alignment with your and values. And to like lead because others. Because no mm-hmm. one, no one's telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. You're in full control of the brand, the personal brand, and the business that you create. Yeah, you're like the boss. And so yeah. no one's over your shoulder telling you what to do. No one's over your shoulder making sure you've done it, mm-hmm. and you've done it wholeheartedly, For that sure. you're showing up every day. So it takes a really high level of character, something that I didn't even realize before I entered into this industry know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, but nonetheless, millennials are now realizing the amount of opportunity that is out there and the amount of impact that can truly be made just by sharing your opinions, sharing your voice over the internet. Yeah. And so it's exciting time to be alive and it's also a really scary (laughs) time to be alive as well. And we know we've had a lot of people come to us and say, you know, my family doesn't believe in me or my friends don't believe in me. They don't believe it's possible. Right. We've been there too. Honestly, though, we are lucky to have families that are pretty supportive of what we do. They may not understand everything mm-hmm. <laughs> that we do, but nonetheless believe that it's possible. Yeah. But we know that a lot of people out there don't even have that. Yeah. Like, they may not even have one person who genuinely believes mm-hmm. that creating their online business, creating their own expert business, using their talent to help other people, to serve other people is even possible. For sure. Yeah. And it is. It is. But it's not easy. Like, we have started different businesses and they fail. We've gone into like massive debt. We've invested like so much. We've like, you know, made so many mistakes that have costed us not only money, but like time and frustration. And, you know, it, it, it really is about picking yourself back up, 
and realizing that the best thing you can ever do is grab on to that purpose, grab on to that thing, that one thing that makes you tick, you know, and, and hey, if you're anything like me, and maybe you have multiple different interests, multiple different talents, multiple different avenues, then it's even harder. Sometimes you're like, man, do I want this? But like, remember, you're not marrying one thing for the rest of your life necessarily. Mm. And nowadays you can integrate so many different things and make it seemingly work. Like, like look at us. Like we did not think we could create something around purpose and profit because we thought they were complete opposites. And now we're like uniting them. We're like making all this work and we're seeing people's response and they're listening to the podcast and they're like excited for, you know, what we have to say and they're following us and our group has grown in like the past like week and a half or two, you know, to like a hundred and like 75 members or something like that. So it's awesome just to see that progress and, and people's response, but it does take a big level of, desire and fire in you to push through your doubts and to really seek what you believe you're on this earth to do and know that you can you know create an expert business and an internet-based business where it gives you the money the freedom the time the even freedom of space you know where you don't need to be in the same country in the same like four walls that you can be traveling around like many people do and still be operating your business because it doesn't require in a specific location. So it's so possible, but man, it takes hard work. Absolutely. And so to close up, we told you guys in the beginning that we had some really exciting news to share yeah, with you. Yeah, super exciting. Really big, exciting news. And that is that, well, firstly, our four-year anniversary Woo-hoo-hoo. is coming up on May 31st. Happy anniversary. So celebrating. Happy anniversary, Marts. Four <laughs> years. <laughs> Four years of being with you, with your beautiful eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and you and your beautiful curly locks. Thank you. Yeah, yes. it has flown by. But yes, we're celebrating four years of being married. And so to celebrate, we want to do something really, really special. Because if you don't know, we had also launched a program recently. And we wanted, we had made some adjustments. We had made it better. We'd just created a whole new a little bit more in alignment with what we're doing now for purpose and profit, so mm-hmm. specifically for social entrepreneurs, and we wanted to launch that yes. as well. So we're deciding to launch that on the actual date yes. of our anniversary, which yes. is May 31st. 31st. Mm-hmm. We're launching that. But to really make it extra special, we wanted to be able to make a large contribution mm-hmm. now, because we're always talking about social change, and we want to not only talk the talk, but walk the walk, mm-hmm. and make that change now. Right, Because a lot of us, we think, you know, when I have a lot of money, when I'm extremely rich, then I'll contribute and then I'll do something really amazing and make a big contribution in the world. But the matter of the fact is that while that's true and your contribution should grow with the amount of resources that you have, Mm -hmm. you can make a difference now. So we had the idea of launching our Social Entrepreneur Accelerator, our program, and simultaneously aiming to build an entirely new school Mm -hmm. in a developing nation in partnership with a for-purpose organization called Pencils of Promise. Yes. So if you've never heard of Pencils of Promise, they're an amazing organization made by Adam Braun as the founder. Mm -hmm. And they essentially give children the opportunity to go to school who have never had the opportunity to go to school. They give them a quality education. Mm -hmm. They allow the community to be a part of building the school. Mm -hmm so that they are fully invested in their children's education, 
which in the long term allows them to, over time, bring themselves and their own communities out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not an organization that just goes in and then leaves. They train people in these communities. They train teachers that are local to the communities and allow themselves over time to better their country yes. through the gift of a quality education. Mm-hmm. So the school costs $25,000 to build. And although I know at first they may sound like a really big number, in the grand scheme of things, we know that that is totally, totally possible. Mm-hmm. And we want to make that possible by launching and donating 50% of all of the contributions, all the funds that come in to building this school by our anniversary date. Yeah, definitely. So if you're looking to create a business around your purpose, around your unique expertise, whether you're already starting, you're a coach, you're a leader, you're an entrepreneur, but you want to create a transformational program that you deliver, whether in person or virtual, whether in a course or in a mastermind, you know, we teach you exactly what to do step-by-step through a 90-day program to be able to generate six figures and beyond, but do it specifically around something you are passionate about, around your purpose, around mm-hmm. a cause that you want to change, that you feel you know, led to, to making a huge impact. And so we, we, we've decided to call it the Social Entrepreneur Accelerator because in 90 days you have exactly everything you need to create a purpose and profit business where you can make a massive impact, where you can feel fulfilled, where you can just completely change the world and your life and where you're going with this. So we're super excited. So we hope that Reach out. this is something you're looking to do, we can help give you the gift of an education in your business while we all simultaneously give the gift of education to children. Yeah, that's right. Alrighty, guys. So I hope you really enjoy this um, episode, this podcast, and we will see you very, very soon. See you on the next one, guys. Take care. Have a great week.